Hallelujah! I say hallelujah! Amen. Good morning. Raspberry, how you feeling? Am I feeling good? Hey, it's hard to transition from that family time, isn't it? It's sweet. Man, this is amazing, man. Are you, are you happy today? Jesus is in the room, amen. Isn't his presence so good? So good. Hey, listen, let me, let me tell you something, church. Let me just remind you, you understand that you don't have to live on yesterday's presence. Amen. Like it gets to be fresh every single day. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18, it says, God wants to do something new in our life every single day of our life. So every day that you and I wake up, it's another day that he has made. Amen? And if he has made the day, you can guarantee and rest assured he has something fresh he wants to show us, something fresh he wants to tell us, a new person that he wants to release his love through to. Amen? This, this is it's called, look, it's the Jesus life. There, there's no such thing as an ordinary day in the kingdom. Amen? Every day gets to be extraordinary. Do you believe it? Some of you are like, I don't know. Listen, just, just try them on, man. It's Jesus. There's nothing that's ordinary, nothing that's mundane, and nothing that's not powerful about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he lives inside of us. And every day we wake up, we wake up with him. Amen. And we get to run with him and live with him and hear from him and partner with him. It's called the Jesus life. And we're going to talk about Jesus this morning. Listen, we're, we're, this is, uh, I'm excited about this morning because this is an outreach Sunday morning and a testimony Sunday morning. So, so we're, I'm going to share with you just some opportunities we have coming up as an Arise family through Arise Global that you can be a part of in the month of August of just, just going to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I, so I just want to present the opportunities to you so that you can be a part of it in whatever way you feel that, whether it be through prayer or whether it be through bringing food to the food pantry room or, you know, whatever it be, sewing in or just actually going to be the hands and feet. And so I'm excited about it. And then we're going to share testimonies. We got several people lined up there to come up and just testify about what God's been doing in and through their life, and specifically about the past couple of street ministries. Y'all look at me, man. The past two street ministries have been so, so powerful, man. Over the past two street ministries, we've seen at least eight people come to know Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. Eight people give their life to Jesus. We've seen, I know at least we've seen several healings, but the ones I know for sure, we've seen a shoulder healed, we've seen a wrist healed, and we've seen so many people just encounter the love and the hope of Jesus Christ. It's just been amazing. And so we just felt like, man, we got to testify about it. I, I actually feel like testimonies are a vital part of our walk with Jesus. They remind us of who God is and the fact that he's moving. It builds our faith. Amen. But before we get to testimonies, let me share with you some things we have coming up you can be a part of through Arise Global. And so let me just remind you that really quick. We launched Arise Global last year, about September. And the heartbeat of Arise Global is this. It's the go, it's the go in the gospel. It's to literally become the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. It's, it's ministry outside of the four walls of the church. Amen. 
And, and so, look, look, let me just remind you, if you and I, if we're only ever praying for and ministering to one another right here in this room, which is good and powerful, but if we're only ever praying for and ministering to the people that are around us and that we're comfortable with, I believe that we miss out on experiencing the full measure of what Jesus meant when he said, go and preach the good news to all creation. Amen. Like everybody. Listen, what, what, we, we can't hoard what we have going on here at Arise. Like we, we can't just keep it to ourselves. Like what we have here is so amazing. It's so powerful. Like we, as a fivefold, man, we look at each other all the time. It's sometimes in our meetings or just in passing, we go, man, I cannot believe all that God's doing here. And we just get to be a part of it. His presence, get to be a part of family. Just everybody in this room was so hungry, man, for Jesus. And there's so much that's happening here. And, but we cannot keep it to ourselves. Like, as a matter of fact, man, like, I, I don't need to be up here preaching the gospel. Like, I, this is not what I have to do. My favorite place to be is actually on my face before the Lord in this room. <laughs> as long as I'm just in the room. Amen? It's so powerful. But if we keep it to ourselves, we miss out, man. At some point, man, we realize that everything that we have and receive here is not just unto us. It's also for the sake of the world around us. At some point, we bust up out of here and share with everyone what we have and what we've received because they're looking for it. Amen. So that is the heartbeat of Arise Global is to go and to present you with tangible opportunities, man. To, to become the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And so let me tell you a, a few things that we have coming up. So uh, August the 19th and the 20th, it's, we're actually going to host a conference here, okay, a Latino conference. So we're not leading it, we're just hosting it. We, we have built a relationship with a Latino church here that's in our community. They're called the House of King Jesus Church. Isn't that an amazing name? The House of King Jesus. And the pastor came to us and said, hey, listen, we're having a, a, a pastor come in from Honduras. And we want to offer a conference for the Latino community. Of course, anybody is invited. And we need a place to have it. And we say, you can have it here. And so that is August the 19th and the 20th. And the 19th is, I, I believe it's going to be more of an evangelism night where they're going to share the gospel and go for salvation. And then the 20th, it's going to be a healing service. They're believing, man, God, for and just inviting anybody who is sick and in pain or have a disease. They're believing that every person that comes, they're going to have faith for God to touch them and heal them. Isn't that amazing, man? So that's going to take place that weekend. You're all invited. There will be somebody here to interpret in English. But here's where we come in, okay? The weekend before, Saturday, August the 13th at 12 p.m., we're going to partner with the House of King Jesus Church, and we're going to go into the Latino communities to pass out flyers for the conference and to pass out snap bags to help get our foot in the door and to love and pray for the Latino community. Isn't that amazing? We're going to go ahead and start the healing service early. We're going to pray for the sick. We're going to share the gospel. And so listen, mark your calendars, man. You can come and be a part of that August the 13th at 12 p.m. We'll meet right here with the house of King Jesus. We're going to pray. We're going to worship. We're going to go. Now listen, you can pray. You can bring, bring food to the, 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 the pantry room, snacks. I believe we have a small enough food pantry to, to make it specific. So the next couple weeks, bring snacks. Think of kids, uh, chips, cookies, crackers to pass out and make out snack bags. And then another way you can be a part of it, man, is to sew in. 
And if you go to www.arisefromhim.com, if you click on ministries, the first one that pops down is Arise Global. If you click on that, it'll pop up. And at the bottom, there's a button to click invest. And everything that you invest in Arise Global goes for the nations. So if you feel led to do that, you did it last week for Alexandria, as Jeremy just mentioned. Y'all, I mean, I don't know if he told the number or not, but you all last week sold into Alexandria to go to Africa to share the gospel. $2,200 came in. Is that not awesome? I called Alexandria the next day and I, I said, Alexandria, man, I just want you to know that your Arise family sold in $2,200 for your trip and it was silent on the phone. And she began to cry. She goes, are you serious? I said, yes. She goes, my Arise family is so amazing. I said, I know. You guys, man, and, and look, everything you sow in, it goes for the nations. I told Alexandra, we want to see the nations come to know Jesus. We're behind you. We love you. We're cheering you on. Amen. And so you can do that, man, again. And the, uh, the last way you can be a part of it is just to go. Come August 13th and let's go. Now, here's the, the other thing coming up. Now, this is going to be real quick. This coming Wednesday morning at 930, I know most everybody, you you have a job or work at 9.30 a.m. on Wednesday. But if you're a stay-at-home mom and have kids or stay-at-home dad and have kids, come and be a part of it. We're going to gather right here Wednesday morning at 9.30. We're going to pray, and then we're going to go to Grantswood Community School. And we're going to uh, lay out school supplies for all the teachers to come and shop for the upcoming year. We're partnering with uh, Christian Service Mission. They're going to bring a truckload full of school supplies. We're going to go lay them out, and the teachers are going to come shop. And last year, we got a chance to pray with them over the new year. It was so powerful. And then there also, there will be kids that show up at this school at the beginning of the year and would not have been able to afford school supplies, and the teacher is going to have them right there for them. Isn't that amazing? What an opportunity to sow into our education system, to sow into precious people's lives. And so last year, uh, Audrey... She uh, came with us and went, and we had such an amazing time. So I asked her to come up and just give just a little uh, short testimony about her experience. First, if it's okay, I just want to thank and just honor Wes for everything he does as an evangelist here in the house and just always, yeah. I'm just so thankful for his heart for the Lord and just for souls. Uh, It's just amazing. I think it's so good, especially for me to be challenged, you know, out of comfort zones all the time. And just to remember that there are souls out there that do not know the love of the Father. And so to be constantly challenged and to just have that fresh fire for the Lord and for souls being constantly like in our face through this man. We just thank you and just honor you, Wes. So I just want to say that really quick. So, yeah, last year I was able to go, and when we first got there, I mean, just the amount of boxes that came in of supplies was overwhelming. Um, And the teachers, when they came in, I mean, they were just full of joy. They were freaking out. They were like, oh, my. And, like, one teacher would, like, open a box and, like, find things and be like, hey, y'all, like, I found this and that. And, like, the other teachers would just run toward them and be like, oh, my gosh, like, is there still more? And, I mean, they they were so excited, and it was just so amazing to see all of these teachers they just kept saying like thank you so so much like they were so appreciative of these supplies that came in and then um Wes and I like got to go around and like we walked around the school building and like people you know into like classrooms and the gymnasium to like find people to pray with um and the one that really stuck out was Wes and I walked into the library 
and got to pray with the librarian. And while we were in there, uh, Wes got a word of knowledge about healing, and so we began praying over her. And then as we were praying for healing, I just started receiving more words of knowledge as well. And this librarian just stood there and began weeping. And it was just amazing to hear the way that what we, you know, heard in the spirit for her. She was like, you just have no idea, like, how this has touched me. And just talking about the issues, you know, with family that had been going on. And she was just weeping. And it was just so amazing to remind her that, like, the Father sees every heartache that you're going through. (laughs) And we don't even know you, but the Lord does. And then after that, um, we all ended up in the room again where we passed out the supplies and our the contact teacher who uh, we've been communicating with and you know uh, re, you know reach out to to set this up Jackie and then her assistant teacher Myra we ended up praying and prophesying over them it was like a good 10 15 20 minutes of just prophesying over them and at the end of it they were like you just have no idea like so many things that you that y'all prayed for was is like exactly what we have been praying and asking God for in our classroom so it was just so amazing to partner with them and they were so encouraged and so grateful so I just encourage anyone who can make it to come out on Wednesday because it's it's so powerful and super encouraging to see them get blessed thank you Oh, man. Oh, I remember that librarian. Y'all, I mean, this, I'm, if you can make it Wednesday come, you, you, you will be blessed. Hey, I feel led to say this really quick. You know, anytime we talk about Arise Global or evangelism, it's never, ever to point the finger at what you're not doing or that you're not doing enough. It's actually quite the opposite. Evangelism is not the invitation to do. It's the invitation to be. It's the invitation to be who who God's created us to be. One of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to constantly remind us that we get to be a part of and we have a role to play in the Great Commission. It's as simple as that. I realize I'm using a mic and I have a mic. We, We have a role to play. In, in the Great Commission. And it's just as simple as that, y'all. And, and look, when you and I, when we begin to live out that Great Commission, like Audrey said, it will change your life. It will not only change others, it will change you. See, Jesus didn't just come to change your life. He came so that we could partner with him to change others. And I believe that one of the reasons behind Jesus saying to the disciples in, in Mark 16, 15, he says, go and preach the good news to all creation. He's given them insight on what they were created for. And I'm just letting you know, this is what you're created. This is who you are, to know me and to make me known. And when that becomes who we are and, and what we live out, I'm telling you, man, you will come alive. To see someone encounter the love of Jesus through your life, and it's the greatest reward you will ever receive. And it's actually the only reward you're going to take with you in the kingdom of God. Amen? So this, this is not to call you out. It's to call you up. It's not to push you to do something. It's to invite you to be who you really are. Amen? Oh, man. Okay. So uh, let's do some testimonies now. Listen, I, testimonies are so powerful because they remind us that God is on the move. Amen? And, and that we're the people that he's chosen to move through. We, we get to be a part of something so special. The advancement of his kingdom. 
And I, I believe the other reason I love testimonies so much because testimonies are alive. Testimonies don't just reveal a great story of what Jesus did. They reveal the nature of who he is. And his nature is to heal. And because that's his nature, if he did it once, he'll do it again. And then he'll do it again. And then he'll do it for you. And then he'll do it for you. And then he'll do it for you because that's his nature. And it's actually what testimony means. It means to do it over and over and over again. Every testimony that you hear prophesies as to what Jesus is about to do for you. Amen? So as you're hearing these testimonies this morning, just, you just receive you can receive the nature of who Jesus is to bring healing to you inside, to bring healing to your outside, whatever it is that you need. And then I believe that testimonies build faith. And so we have some testimonies about uh, uh, the last couple of outreaches. And uh, I've, I've asked uh, my niece, Sailor Rose, to come up and share a quick testimony. She went with us to the last outreach. It was on Wednesday night during the World Games. And before we went out, uh, I, she came up to me. She goes, Wes, I want to go on the next outreach. Like, like, like Uncle Wes, you got to take me. And I was like, yeah, girl, you come on. And so she rode with me and about a team of about 15 of us went. And so I just want to say Rose to come and just share her experience. Hi, Arise family. I was so excited to go to street ministry with my Uncle Wes. I've always wanted to. And, um, it was before we went, we gathered here at the church, and we just had like a prayer and worship time, and I saw a vision of a full heart that Jesus gave me, and um, we got there. We were going to this like skate park in downtown Birmingham, so there was a lot of people there because of the World Games, and we had an awesome time. We prayed for so many people. People got healed. It was just awesome. <laughs> and uh, one time, me and some of the other people saw this lady. And um, we just prayed for her, told her about Jesus, and just loved on her. And she had, like, a lot of tattoos. And we were like, tell us about your tattoos. So she told us about her tattoos and, like, what they meant and all that stuff. And she had a tattoo of a broken heart. And um, Tate, he pulls me over, and he's like, Sailor Rose, earlier you saw a heart. Jesus gave you the vision of a heart. I was like, yeah, do you think I should tell her? So I, and he was like, yes, tell her. So I told her and she just started crying and she was just so blessed. And I was like, you know, Jesus sees you and he does not see your heart as a broken heart. He sees the full heart. He sees love. He sees joy. He sees peace when he looks at you. I was just like, it just blessed her so much. And it was just just so cool to see that and um another time we saw this other lady and um she had had like really bad headaches and we were like can we pray for your head and she said yes please I'm in so much pain right now so we prayed for her head and she was like I'm going to go home I'm going to take some medicine I'm going to feel so much better so um I had to leave because it was getting pretty late so I left um and the next morning, Tate, he texted my mom and dad and was like, hey, that lady came back to me and said that she feels so much better and that Jesus just healed her. And I was just like, just praising the Lord for that. And I was just so awesome for me to experience that and just so glad I got to do that. And just hope it blesses them. Yeah. Oh, man. 
It's just that amazing. Oh, if that doesn't wreck you, I don't know what will. Man, that's that's it, man. That's I mean, really truly, that's what we're that's what we're growing up to become like, man. Just to not know any better other than man, God is good, He is love, and He will change your life. And so I remember that man said I was getting that vision of that heart while we were praying before we went out. And then she shared it. I, I think this is so cool, man. Southern Rose was just loving that woman. She's just like, hey, I got a vision. And the vision was your tattoo. Isn't that, isn't that powerful? And I, it's also such a great reminder that, you know, the gifts of the Spirit, like words of knowledge and stuff, that's not what releases miracles. The gifts of the Spirit release identity. And so that woman, when Sailor Rose told that woman that vision of that heart on her tattoo, man, she just felt the love of Jesus, man. She just felt loved and seen and known by the Father. Isn't that powerful, man? Listen, this is, listen, somewhere down the line, we've associated the gifts of the Spirit with miracles, and that's not it at all. The gifts of the Spirit are tools that help us love people towards the heart of the Father, and the byproduct is the miraculous. Amen? And so, oh, it's just so amazing. I, uh, I, I, yeah, anyway, that testimony is still, I think about that almost every day. <laughs> I said I was doing that. Um, okay, so let's go for another testimony. Uh, let's ask uh, Bo and Grace. Y'all come up, man. And so the last outreach was at the skate park, but the one before that, we went to Avondale. And it was amazing because we, it was during the World Games and Bo and Grace and their kids, they brought their kids with them. So listen, for these street ministries, you can bring your kids. For, and they brought their kids, and we went to Avondale, and they had this amazing encounter with this lady, and I asked them to share a little bit about it. So um, we ended up, uh, when we were at Avondale, we ended up going to some apartments and just kind of knocking on the doors, um, seeing if there's anybody we could pray for. So we were knocking on this one door, and nobody was really answering, but then a lady pulled up in her car, and... Um, you know, it was like, do y'all need anything? That's actually my apartment. So Bo and I went over and um, just kind of started talking to her, told her, hey, we're out. We're just trying to see if, um, pray for people, see if there's anything you need. Do you have any needs or uh, in your life that we could pray for you for? And she was like, yeah, actually, I'm a single mom and I'm looking for a job right now. And so um, Bo and I just began to pray for her and, you know, just ask the Lord, basically just spoke his heart over her and just, you know, prophesied over her and encouraged her and um, loved on her and prayed for her. And then that morning, Wes had, um, before we went out, Wes had um, given us this tool of like, hey, here's an easy way to see where if people are saved or not, you can say, hey, on a scale of, you know, zero to 10, 10 being I'm absolutely certain I'm going to heaven where do you feel you are with your salvation? And so Bo and I actually, you know, just asked her like, hey, where do you feel you are on that scale with your salvation? And she said, you know, kind of a middle number, like a six. And she mentioned, you know, because I haven't done this or I haven't done that. And so it was just an easy way to say, actually, it's not about what you do. (laughs) It's about who he is and um, that he's already done it for you. And that, you know, you can, the, the beauty of it is that you just have to say, like, I believe he is who he says he is and that he came for me. And um, and so we, she wanted right then, she was like, she wanted to pray right then. And so we led her through a prayer and she gave her life back to Jesus right then in that moment. And then, it was awesome. And then um, we uh, we turned around and Wes is over there, all, has all of our kids laying hands on the sister and the mom had come out. And so they're like got a moment to minister to the whole family. They were such a sweet, precious family. 
um, I think it just really stood out to me that God is, he's not just waiting for us to come to him. He's actually actively pursuing his children. And uh, what a humbling experience to be the one that gets to help him pursue and to interrupt people's day to say, hey, he actually sees you. He knows you and he loves you. You don't have to be perfect. He loves you right right where you are, the way you are. Um, yeah. I think part of the testimony is getting uh, six people and a family to um, go and love people and to go out there. And I, and I think that, yeah, we had another kid also. And not uh, just, I, I think it's kind of one of those ideas that, um, you know, you're hungry when you start doing it more and more. And for me, I just love... Um, seeing God move and sometimes if I get too far away you know you don't even have the hunger to even want to go out and let people encounter the Lord like through you and so that's not like the guilt or anything like that it's just that for me in my own life I'm trying to yeah figure out ways to go out and do evangelism kind of like street ministry but also relational evangelism like at your work and at your job and so trying to do both of those and just stay hungry and so I just wanted to honor Wes again and just say that his heart really stirs me to pursue God through me. So thank you, Wes. Amen. And my family's really blessed because of you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Isn't that amazing? Oh, man. I, I, I was reminded as they were, oh, man. As they were sharing, I just remember, I remember looking over and seeing them talk to this lady uh, through her car window. And, and I, I just want to remind you in, in all of this as we go, and Bo just mentioned it too, man, this is, evangelism is not something we go and do. It's, it's a lifestyle. You know, at your job, it, you know, it, in your classroom, wherever you're at, man, Jesus just gets to come out of you. He gets to leak out of you everywhere you go, man. To, to touch and bless the people around you. And so this is, again, this is who we are. And y'all, this is, th- this thing has to be driven by love. Like, why, we're, this is not about ministry. This, people are not our projects. We're not, this is not about how many miracles we're gonna go and see. I, I do not need to see another miracle so I can have another testimony to share with you. Oh, I don't need you to know it. I'll share it, but I I want to see people's lives changed because I love them and want them to have what we have. Y'all, if we could just grab that, just the love of Jesus for us and the love of Jesus through us for the sake of the world around us, man. And if we would be driven by that on a daily basis, oh man, it'd be so powerful. But this thing is, it has to be, I'll share this testimony real quick. I I was at the, uh, the skate park Sarah Rose and I, we, we were at the first guy I prayed for, man. I actually, he had dreads and his shirt was off. And I started walking towards him. I was like, this cat is not even going to let me give, give him the time of day, you know. He's with his friends and he's like, and so I didn't go up with a whole ton of confidence. But I, I went up and I just said, hey, bro. And he goes, hey, man. I said, you're a pretty good skater. And he goes, yeah, I'm all right. I said, but I just want you to know that God loves you so much. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you so that you could be fully alive right here and right now. And not just survive your life, but be alive. I said, is there anything going on that you would say you need prayer for? And he goes, yeah, man. And I go, really? I was like, 
I said, man, that's amazing. And I noticed he had a, a, a brace on his wrist. And I said, man, what'd you do your wrist? He said, man, I'm hurt. I heard it, man. I said, man, can I pray for your wrist? Can we just start there? And I just put my hand on his wrist. I said, I thank you, Jesus, for healing power. I thank you right now that you touch this man's wrist, that you love every part of who he is. Holy Spirit, move. And then I began to speak life over him. And we got done. I said, what's going on with your wrist? He goes, it is tingling all over. He said, it feels like pins and needles. I said, bro, that's Jesus Christ. I said, he is so in love with you, man. Every part of who you are, man. God is an inside and outside God. And he said, it's still happening. It's still happening. I said, it's going to continue to happen until there's no more pain. And she goes, man, this is crazy. And he begins to, the, to you know, move it around. And then he gives me a hug and he skates off. And I go, whoa. <laughs> I walked up with very little confidence, even thinking that he was going to let me pray. But then I, I was reminded, man, I, I, I went with love in my heart, man. Listen, if, 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 if you do not have love in your heart, 1 Corinthians 13, it says that you'll end up sounding like a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And that's just annoying to people. And people won't want to have anything to do with what you say. But if you walk up with a love in your heart and a desire for them to encounter Jesus Christ, it leaves room for the presence to go forth. And that is undeniable. I always try to remind the team, and every, when we go out, we go with our head low and our faith high. We walk in with humility, with honor, and with the love. And when you do that, man, it affords the presence of God an opportunity to move. And no, it's, it's undeniable. Look at me, church. It's always the presence of God that changes lives, not our words. Amen. we got to be driven by love. Man, Bo and Grace, thank you, man, for that testimony. Just being driven by love. Okay, John Will. Man, this is my brother, John Will. And uh, John was a part of the Young Adult group, and, and uh, he went out. It might have been his first time going out with us last time, um, the, the last uh, street ministry to the skate park. And uh, I got lunch with John Will about a month or so ago, and he shared his testimony. It was so, it was so powerful. He's not going to share his whole testimony, but you had to get lunch with him for him to do that. But this man, this man is, is a man after God's own heart. So I asked him, man, just to share about his experience at the skate park. Yeah, I um, yeah, I'd never done street ministry with Arise before, but I've done it a couple of times. But it's one of those things that I felt like, you know, you're, you meet fear kind of when you when you first get into it. Sometimes I feel like I had to get warmed up almost to it, you know, which is cool of going in groups of like two or three. Um, I think that's because that's what Jesus did uh, with the seventy-two. He sent them in groups of two and three, um, and yeah, because I almost I had. A bunch of things that came up that day that I was like, I almost thought oh, I should like cancel and go later. But I think that's like Satan coming against us. Like anytime we're setting out to like be obedient to the Lord and to share, like there's going to be stuff that comes against that, and it's just an opportunity to step forward um, and trust the Lord. So yeah, we went to the skate park down at, at City Walk downtown. It's a really neat venue. It's really brand new. Um, and there were so many interesting stories. Sailor Rose um, got to watch her. That was such a beautiful thing to see her do. Um, yeah, there was this woman. She was a um, she was a former, like I think, corporal in the Navy, and um, she had had all of these issues with PTSD and headaches and foot problems. She almost fell over. She got so um, she got so discombobulated at the at the park, and so we were there to pray over her. 
and she had something with her foot that we prayed for, and she starts feeling tingling and heat coming through. Um, so we're solving some healing there. Um, there were so many different things, um, and sometimes it's even simple things. Um, there were some food trucks there, and um, at one point I just saw this little man um, in line to get some ice cream, and all of a sudden that moment I felt the Lord tell me, like, go buy his ice cream. And um, so sometimes it's even simple things like that, just paying for, you know, paying for somebody's food or something. I, um, yeah, so I paid for his food. He's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? I'm like, man, it's like my money is not even my money. It's the Lord's. And he wants to bless you. He wants to show you how much he loves you. And, uh, and he told me, well, I said, do you know how much Jesus loves you? He says, well, I'm Jewish. And I like, and so we had to have this whole conversation about Jesus is the Messiah. He is the one that we can't fulfill all of these different laws. We, and he is the ultimate sacrifice. Um, so that was really neat. And not everyone is going to be receptive. You know, there were some people that were kind of hostile. Um, that's to be expected, you know. Um, not everyone's looking for Jesus. But um, if we see it as when Jesus talks about the parable of the sower, you know, that we're just to throw seed. You know, some seed will throw on rocky ground, some on thorny ground, but some will be good soil. And that's what we're, we're not there to save people. Um, Jesus is there to do that. And if we're just part of just plowing ground even and throwing seed, like that's what the Lord um, delights in. And so actually one, one other story I want to share on Alexandra's behalf because it was her, it was actually her story, but I got to watch it and it really touched me. Um, while we were there, um, there was this girl and she was on rollerblades and she was dressed all she was wearing was this sparkly bikini, basically. She had barely any clothes on. She's she's rollerblading around, just kind of kind of provocatively. And I'm, and honestly, in my heart, I saw her and I was like, I just had some judgment in my heart. I was like, this girl is just doing whatever. And um, Alexand- I'm standing next to Alexandria, and she sees this girl, and she's like, I want to go talk to that girl. And she said, I want to tell her that God loves her sparkles. And that he wants her to shine and reflect him. And it really just, it really almost convicted me um, that like sometimes we're looking for the person like an Ethiopian eunuch who's just sitting there with his Bible, like waiting for someone to come up and talk to him. But we overlook the people that we think, you know, they're not looking, they're not doing whatever, and someone like her. And so Alexander just showed me that like we see people as Jesus sees people, like that we'd see people with his eyes and his heart. Um, so to be looking for those people, the people that even, they need Jesus the most, the people that may seem, they may seem the most far off, but actually they may be the person, you may be the person that God wants to use, like they need Jesus at that moment. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was such a beautiful um, experience. You know, and a lot of times we talk about going out and sharing the gospel um, it can be like we said, Wes, of it can feel, you know, there can be condemnation of like, oh, I need to do more. I need to be doing more. And, and that's something I battled with for a long period of time. But I've started to see evangelism and sharing with Jesus recently as such an invitation yes. from the Father. Yeah. Like sometimes we feel maybe spiritually like distant from the Lord or that God's not moving in our life. And but there's some things that like we can't move into with the Lord unless, unless we just take that step. You know, Peter 
got to experience something with Jesus by stepping out of the boat that the other disciples didn't get to experience. And it's not because Jesus loved him anymore or because he was any more worthy. Like we're all able to share the, share the good news. Amen. And, um, and I felt my own life that when I'm at, in a season of actively sharing my faith, that's when I'm the most blessed. Like it's not just the word to bless people and love people, but I think that God made it this because we don't get to do this in heaven. That's right. You know, we're not going to share, we're not going to pray for healing for people in heaven. Everyone's healed. Yes. You know, we have this opportunity now that Jesus has given us. Um, and so it just blesses our own soul and our own spirit when we get to step out that. So I just feel like when we don't, it's, we're just depriving our own selves. Like God has made us for that. We're, we're here on this earth for, for who knows how long. And so that's just a big part of why he has us here. So I'm super thankful, uh, Wes, to give us that opportunity um, just to step out and uh, to overcome some fear and uh, step forward and uh, to see God work. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John Will. So powerful, man. Uh, the, the last testimony this morning, I asked uh, Yvonne to come up and, and share um, just her. I, I, I said, you share whatever you want to share, your most recent experience. But Yvonne has been going on outreach with me from the very beginning. This lady has impacted my life. I can't even keep up with her. And she, her love for the Lord and her tenaciousness, if that's a word, for Jesus is so contagious. And so, Yvonne, you come up. (laughs) I know what some of you are thinking right now. You're thinking, well, that's them. I mean, they got gifts. They're evangelists. They've got a gift of evangelism. Or they've got a gift of prophecy. And that's why God's able to use them. No! (laughs) Let me tell you, I don't have an evangelism gift. I'm not an evangelist. Let me share a little secret with you, and this may shock you. Every time, and I've been going for, what, two years now? Every time before that Saturday rolls around, I'm practically terrified. I'm just crying out to God saying, Oh, God, do I have to go? Please don't make me go. I don't know what to say. And I have to go up to strangers. And what if they don't like me? And what if they say something mean to me? I'm not making this up. I'm terrified every time we go. Did you go that? Did you know that, Wes? So look, it's not about us. That's the thing that I've learned that keeps me going back. It is an adventure every time we go. It is miraculous. People get healed. People get saved. If you want gratitude, if you want to feel like you're really known and seen and appreciated, you just need to go with us. Because I'm telling you, the gratitude that people give you. I mean, we just we just stand up there and go, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say to them? And the Holy Spirit goes, blah, 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 blah. And then they go, wow, how did you know that? I mean, oh, we have people say, I have been praying somebody would come and talk to me. We have people say, I don't know why I'm here at this mall today because I don't usually shop here, but I just felt like I had to be here today. And I think it was because God wanted me to meet you today. 
We have people who cry because they're so moved that somebody would care about them and and tell them about Jesus's love. But again, it's not us. It's not us. It is totally the Holy Spirit. He will do it through you. He does it through me. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just putting a plug in. If you want to adventure, if you want to step out there and take a big risk, if you want to do something that you don't know what the end's going to be, but it's going to be exciting, I'm telling you, this is the place to be. Come and, you know, it, it will astound you. It will astound you. It will floor you. And you will think, wow, God, I never imagined you could do that. And you could do it through me. You know, we had one, um, we went out when um, we were supposed to be there for the archery competition. And, of course, we got there and they had already done the archery because it was so hot. And so we just started walking around the streets. And we ran into um, this couple, this man and this woman. And we just stopped and began talking to them and ministering to them. And the guy was shaking his head and his father was there. And we didn't know his father was standing there too. So he goes over to his father and he says, come here, come here. I want you to meet these people. He said, they just came up to me and started talking. You know, like it was a miracle that somebody would come up and start ministering the love of God. So I just want to encourage you today. You can do this and you will have fun doing it and you will want to go back because I always want to go back. So come and give it a try. Amen. Let's can we all just stand to our feet this morning? I, I want to invite uh, everybody that just shared a testimony to come up front uh, with me here. This, this is going to be our ministry team this morning. And so we're, we're, we're going to uh, just go into a time of ministry and just prayer. Um, I, I'm going to pray over us this morning. And then they're, they're going to be available. Everybody that shared a testimony, they're going to be available to pray for you this morning. Whatever it is that you need. If you need salvation this morning, man, if you haven't made that decision uh, for Jesus yet, man, that, that we want to make it available to you. Come, and we would love to pray with you. If you need healing in your body this morning, man, whatever you need, man, let's, let's, let's do that. Let's let Jesus, man, touch your body. If you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, if you want to just come back home and make some things right that have been wrong in your life, man, we would love to pray for you this morning, man. Can we do this, though, before I pray for us? Can we just celebrate all that God is doing and all that he's done? I just want to pray a prayer over you, man, just to empower you to go and for evangelism to be that lifestyle. Listen, church, the common denominator out of all the testimonies that you've just heard is that God is moving and that we are the people that he moves through. Okay? You would be hard-pressed to find a move of God and not also see the people that he moves through because he's chosen us to be a part of something so special. Amen? So everybody just put your hands out in front of you like this. We're just going to say yes to the move of God and yes to being a vessel that he moves through. God, we love you so much. We thank you for these testimonies, Jesus. We thank you that you have chosen us to be a part of something so special, Jesus. 
that we get to be a mouthpiece, man, for your heart, God, that we be, get to be conduits for your power to flow through, and that, as Miss Yvonne said, we all get to do this, because it's not about us, it's about the Spirit in us, and the Spirit through us, and the love for the people around us, so we just declare through us and through the house of Arise this morning, salvation to the nations, for people come to know you as personal Lord and Savior, Jesus, for bodies being healed, for minds being renewed, and for people, man, stepping into what you paid for them to have and we ask right now God that you would give us your love that we would be driven by our love and a compassion for people God and so I just empower everybody in this room to go in the name of Jesus we love you God we give you all the honor and all the glory and all the praise in Jesus name hallelujah amen if you need prayer this morning you come forward we love you we bless you it's a little past 12 go get your kids and come back